Welcome to this now moment where I have the pleasure of speaking with my soul sister, Vernita Parker. Thank you, Vernita, for being here with us and me in this moment in time. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, yes. So a little background, um, how I even got to meet Vernita was, Vernita was my Bikram yoga teacher. And I remember just always wanting to go to her class just because it was like she was this flower just allowing the essence of love to pour pour through her with her words and her body and just like how she was speaking and sharing so that I could get into these poses and so it evolved into getting to be a guest speaker at her oneness festival and then this connection has just blossomed organically um, with the pandemic and how we just decided that we were gonna check in once a month and really, you know, now it's turned to in-person, but it really has filled my soul to be able to just continue the connection in and outside of the hot yoga studio. And so, thank you. Mm, thank you. What beautiful words that just, um... That, that whole imagery of uh, a flower blossoming and allowing the essence to flow through, like flowing through the petals. Um, that's such a beautiful, such beautiful imagery. And, um, and I receive that. I receive that. And um, yeah, connection. Connection is so, so important. And I would say, you know, important, period. But specifically now in this um, period of time that we happen to be occupying, um, uh, I, I, I really, I really, um, I think it's even more important just to remember the, the, the depth that connection can, um, can contribute to like ongoing elevation. Cause it's, 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 you know, it's one thing to be able to take the time and space to connect deeply with yourself, which is also really important. Because I, I always say that, um, you know, when you are able <clears throat> to connect with yourself on a deep level, then the capacity that you have to connect with others um, expands. And um, so, yeah, connecting individually on an individual level, um, you know, really taking the time to be with your own heart and your own spirit and, um, and just kind of like grounding yourself and the, like the larger energy of the, of the world that we're living in. But not, when I say the world, it's more about um, just grounding yourself and kind of like the universal flow of energy. And um, so it's beyond even just the physical world that we see, but how are you able to um, cultivate a connection to like the energetic forces that give us all life and that like animate us. So how can you take the time to cultivate that type of connection um, from an internal perspective so that when you have the, the privilege and the benefit to connect with others, um, that energy is, um, is, is, is in the field, right? So, so that, that kind of like that larger universal energy is also um, kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like amplifies the connection that you're able to have with others. So um, yeah, I guess that, that was a lot. 
Now, the, the, that was a lot of words um, to speak about the importance of connection, but it's deeply, it's deeply important to me. And I'm also very um, blessed and privileged to um, be connected with you in such an intimate way. Yeah, yeah. And like, when, when you speak of this, this connection, right, of like, like all the fields and everything coming, coming together, like it is on this intimate level of you with yourself and how you can start to see yourself in ways that maybe you weren't able to see yourself uh, a few days ago or a few months ago or a few weeks ago. Like I find the more connection with myself allows me to really see a new perspective in our world of really seeing reflections as ways to deepen the love within myself because mm. if we're all you know kind of out you know just really projecting out we haven't actually took the time to really cultivate that love within ourselves. and the more that I've been deeply doing this it's like you know you go to some level and then you're like okay like I think you know I'm good but then there's always a deeper layer and so I'm finding the more layers that I'm willing to just be with and and allow the story allow the feelings to really just allow me to feel them mm -hmm. I can process it in a way that now is leaving my body because before like as we were deepening our connections we may have deepened them in maybe more of a mental capacity we yeah. understood this you know but now what I'm experiencing is the deeper I go there's this connection with our bodies and our bodies are sending out these signals that then create more and more of those deep like soul conversations that you're wanting to experience they start trickling in and you start to be able to like form your tribe mm. of people that are reminding you so that you can go out and be that pillar of light because yeah. the more each of us are getting to feel this connection with ourselves with our highest version which is love and light and peace as we become that we start to create those ripple effects in our world and that's how we change our world mm -hmm. so the more connection with self creates the connection for all yeah totally i love what you said about not just um not just focusing on kind of like the i guess the the intellectual or the mental connection but also the body connection and then also the heart connection, right? So really being able to access, to access, attune to and align with like all three centers of connectivity, right? So yeah, so you can look in the mirror and you can see yourself. And so that's one type of connection like, okay, I see me, you know, reflecting back at myself through the mirror, but then it's like, but what, like what kind of emotional like response um, am I experiencing when I look at my reflection in the mirror? And then how does that impact the physical sensations that arise in my body when I make that connection? So really being able to attune to your head, your heart and your physical body. And, and to your point, I think when you're able to um, attune to 
all of those centers of intelligence and, and use that as a, as a, not use, that's not the right word, but really um, kind of like tap into it and allow that to serve as a compass, right? As you navigate your way through, whether it's through the day or through the week or really through the world, um, I, I think all of that, all of that contributes to your um, ability to connect with you know, each other, with other people in, in a deeper way, but also connection, connecting with nature in a deeper way. So um, just kind of like, I mean, it's just really exponential how those, when you really take the time to tune in um, to yourself, the impact that that can have on just how you move and navigate your way through the entire world. So, and, and I love what you said also too, about how um, like your, your, your internal connection, how that also shapes the experience that you have externally, as opposed to the other, well, I guess, I guess it could be both ways, right? Because I was gonna say, as opposed to the external world impacting the internal world, but I think it can be both ways, but I think the important thing is to be mindful, right? To be mindful of, okay, how's my interior world shaping what I'm experiencing on the external world? And then how is the external world impacting what's happening to me internally? So I guess being mindful of that dance back and forth between the interior and the exterior. And um, yeah, just being mindful of it and recognizing that it's a dance, right? And look at it as like, okay, how can I, you know, how can I move in, in a rhythmic way, um, in a harmonic way, right? And in a harmonious way, how can I get into harmony with the flow of life so that the internal and external that um, that 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 experience is 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 uh, vibrating at a higher frequency, right? Um, so I don't know. That's I don't know. Those are things that are just coming to me, like the movement and the the dance between the interior world, the exterior world, and how can we how can we cultivate kind of like harmonic, like you know. I love what you said about love and light. And so how can we create these harmonics, right? That's steeped and love and light and peace so that we're able to navigate our way through our existence in a harmonious way. Mm, I love that, the, the dance. Because like, I mean, as we're kind of witnessing individually, the more like for myself, I'm noticing the more internal work I'm doing, I'm getting to create things that may have more of a fear or more of an unknown type of reality because I'm deepening this trust within myself. And so I can look at it two ways, right? I can look at it as like, oh my gosh, like now I'm going to have these all these stories and kind of bring all of this back in. Or I can look at it as, wow, like this is showing me the amount of work that I'm doing mm. and to continue to trust and mm. allow myself and accept what is happening now mm -hmm. and allow it to move through because the mm. more I'm understanding of this internal dive, like our purpose, our DNA naturally unlocks the more that we just honor this process, yes. right? Of accepting yes. what's happening now allowing yeah. it to move through and mm -hmm. creating this 
just like container of continuing to love these pieces of yourself mm. because like it can mm. be really tricky if we have you know somebody coming at us in a hostile way or we're seeing different things and we start to judge ourselves but in those moments we have this opportunity to pour more love into that to really accept it and understand that you know ultimately god would never judge you like you're always accepted as you are and we have learned not to feel accepted not to feel appreciated or worthy of the experiences that are unfolding based on our thoughts and allowing us to come back to ourselves because yeah. that's all that this does like the more things that we start to see out here yeah it creates this inner self discovery of more mm. of the things that you have held on to or more of the things that are ready to be let go of and mm -hmm. just this allowance and and just being with it right yeah yeah you just said a lot <laughs> you, just, you just said a lot there, there are a couple of things that came up for me um as you were as you were speaking one is just um we were talking about the stories like the stories that we create would it wouldn't it be like wonderful and like amazing is if, if we could just approach life as a big mystery like a big mystery story right so as opposed to looking at oh you know sometimes there's drama sometimes sometimes there's comedy sometimes there's you know love stories right but what if underneath all of that there's um like we're we're in the middle of a love mystery right now or we're in the middle of a, a love comedy or like a, a, a comedy mystery right now. So if mystery, if we're able to kind of like be with the mystery of life and open up to the unfolding, you know, um, of, of life, because if we, if, we, if we take the stance that life is a mystery, so then we can like approach all of it with like this big, like, I don't know, like a big sense of curiosity as opposed to like the judgment. Because a lot of instances, you know, when we were talking about judgment, sometimes we turn that back on ourselves, right? So it's not even always from the outside that you're receiving judgment. Sometimes it's judgment towards self. So it's like, how can we look at life as a big mystery? Um, you know, and, and so the stories that we, um, you know, that we, live into or open ourselves up to if it's always a mystery whether it's a love mystery or comedy mystery or a drama mystery it's always a mystery so from that stance then i'm like approaching life from a sense of curiosity um so as i continue to delve deeper into myself what might be like what what might come up now and what might i experience now right by allowing myself to live into the mystery of life and all the beauty that that like all the beauty that unfolds as you live into the mystery so whether that's you know opening yourself up to whatever whatever experiences you have approaching it from a place of curiosity or even if somebody comes at you crazy and it's like well that's curious I wonder what makes that person want to respond to me that way. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so just looking at all of it from a place of mystery, from a place of curiosity and openness and allowance and, and ultimately love. Because I, I think really that's the energetic force that I really believe that everybody 
um, wants to either reconnect to or stay connected to, right? So how can I continue to ground myself in love energy and open myself up to the mystery of life? Mm, wow, I love that. And, it, and also like by, by doing that, like we create this natural self-inquiry, right? So now it's like we're opening ourselves to this mystery. And so like, if we have a pain, now we're starting to ask our bodies like, oh, where is this coming from? We start to like have a story or a visualization of where this came from. And now we can look at it with a, with a new, like curious, like childlike wonder, like play of like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It hurts a little bit, but Let's stick with it. Let's see, like, what's what's really underneath this pain I'm experiencing right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's so, but it is beautiful to, to have these types of connections, to allow ourselves, like, even in moments where it may be like, is this real right now? Like, am I really, like, you know, but to have these these connections with self that then create these mirrors to, to mm. continue this remembrance of mm -hmm. you. And the more that we create that, the more that we will start to see bigger changes, you know, in our world based mm -hmm. on more of us just accepting and allowing what is present now. Right. Yep. Yep. As opposed to trying to fight it or run away from it. Yeah. Cause it's like either, either you're trying to like, put you up against it, like railing, like let's rail against the machine, right? Or you retreat and run away or like bury your head in the sand. But what would it be like to just be, just to be, and just to see what unfolds by just being with it and looking at it, you know, from, from, a, from a place of curiosity, um, as opposed to trying to fight it or run away from it or whatever, you know, whatever. Cause I mean, they're all, all of those things I believe are survival mechanisms. So it's like, you know, what would it be like to cultivate the capacity to just be? Yeah. And it's like the, the ego, the like evolution of the ego, like the ego has been the safety, this, you know, creation of looking out for us, for our safety. And now <laughs> if we can give the ego something to do, right, give the ego like okay, we're going to be curious with life today and we're going to set the intention of whatever it is. And then we start to have a ripple effect, right? Of, of mm -hmm. seeing life as this mystery, because now we've given the ego something to think about, to, to give it a job so that it can report back and say, mm -hmm. wow, like today there's all these adventures and mm -hmm. what is it that you're wanting to choose in this moment? And then you can go back to the body and allow the body to feel into these different experiences that mm -hmm. and choices that you're getting to have in this moment. Yeah, I love that whole imagery. You're giving the ego a job so that you can come back and report back. So like the ego is like a reporter. <laughs> Your ego is like a field reporter <laughs> going out and checking it out, right? I like that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you know, just learning about the ego more and more, it's just, mm -hmm. it gives me clarity of how to support it 
in mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gratitude versus trying to be like, oh, this thing isn't supporting me. You know, then we create mm-hmm. more resistance and all these things. So if we can learn how to work together within our body, all the parts yeah. of our bodies that are wanting to be explored and just expanded in this moment. We can give these opportunities to ourselves so that we can have life just be like reflect exactly what it is that we want back in life because it's not about the doing it's about the experience of the being and Mm -hmm. allowing that experience to move through you in Mm -hmm. however it is whether you're on the couch and you're in tears for some reason or Mm -hmm. there's another you know whatever it is, like the universe doesn't judge. It's more of having this neutrality and Mm. allowing things to just unfold naturally. And the more we Mm -hmm. don't attach to it or put more energy to one versus the other, we then are creating this flow where there are so many possibilities that are available to us. Yeah. 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 The word that keeps coming up for me as I was listening to you right now is um, just awareness. So just being in a constant state of awareness. So um, yeah, like you said, if you're on the couch crying right now, okay. So I'm aware of the fact that there's sadness moving through my body right now. Um, so I'm aware of it. I acknowledge it. I honor it. And then I, I, I release it. I let it go. So really being in a, so in addition to that state of curiosity, but also being in a state of awareness. So, you know, cause I, cause I think sometimes people think that when you, um, you know, when you set the intention to live from a place of, you know, love and light and harmony and all of that, that you're kind of, like bypassing, like the bypassing, like what's happening around you, so to speak. Um, but I would, I would, I would venture to say that if, to to really, you know, sticking with the connection point, to really be deeply connected. I think that your awareness gets even more, um, like your your level of awareness increases even more, so that you're aware of all of the things that may be surrounding you, but you're not allowing um, whatever it is that is within your field, you're not allowing it to like attach to you and become you um, so that you're aware of everything, um, but you don't become everything. And which, which I think speaks to this, you know, continuing to be mindful of the energetic frequency that you're holding in your physical body so that as you go out and connect with the world around you, you're, you know, you're, um, you know, you're kind of vibrating at this, this, this higher frequency um, so that things kind of like spin off of you as opposed to attaching onto you, um, if that makes any kind of sense at all. So yeah, like I got this image of just like, you know, this lighthouse of light of just walking around and really being able to see the different consciousnesses, Mm -hmm. you know, before they're even kind of even speaking out words, right? It's like, you're already seeing it and you're showering it with love so that you no longer have to, you know, you can reply back with love essentially. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I feel like on, like, even if I look back at my own journey, like the one thing that has been super supportive is this constant love uh, and appreciation of 
whatever I'm experiencing in the moment. And the mm-hmm. more that we do mm-hmm. that, we create mm-hmm. this more, 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 and then we can shower it out into right. the world and it creates these things. So as you were saying that, it was just like, oh, wow. It's like, we get to be these like light beams of light mm-hmm. barrier of light, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just walking around and, and just being um, yeah. the essence that is you. That's beautiful. That reminds me, there was this, I can't remember the name of it. I just watched this little movie on Netflix the other night about this little boy. His father was like, his his grandfather was like a lighthouse. um, I guess like a light, I'm calling him a lighthouse manager. That wasn't the actual title, but his job was to keep the light on the, on the lighthouse on to keep away like dark forest. Well, to, to ensure that the boats that were coming in to the village that they could see, but also <clears throat> to keep out the, it was called River Dance. That's what it was called. Check out this little movie on Netflix called River Dance. It's so beautiful. And so, you know, his, his job was to keep the light on in the lighthouse to keep the dark forces away because there was this force that if the, if the light wasn't on, they could come and like, they called him the hunter or something like that. Cause there were like these big giant deer. Um, well, this was a legend and they were like river dance. They could dance like these deer, but, but, and they're there, they had these big giant antlers and they kept the rivers alive in the, um, in the village. And of course water is life. So if the rivers were to ever dry up, then that would impact the whole, you know, the lives of everything and everybody in that little village. So I won't get into the whole story, but when you were talking about being these beams of light, right, that that just came to me as I was, because it was a really sweet story as, we, as I thought about the imagery of the lighthouse and the importance of not only being a guide, but also um, almost like a source of protection as well. Um, when you think about the the um, the power of light and the the um, like the role that light plays, and and really just kind of keeping the life force of, in that particular instance, the life force of that entire community. Uh, but you know, if you want to look at it from a grander scale, like staying connected to the light is all about staying connected to that internal flame, um, which is the life force that we all have within each of us um, as we, you know, as we just continue to be the best human beings that we can be while we're in these bodies that we're occupying right now. Ah, wow, that's so cool. I'm definitely gonna check out that. I'm always looking for fun fun, um, ways to, you know, explore that when I'm ready to, watch something right so that's yeah. super fun uh i love that so before we wrap up is there any last minute like sharing or anything download that's coming to you in this moment to just share before we say goodbye yeah gosh it's, it's, i'm always amazed at how quick these <laughs> these sessions go um these these conversations that we have um, I would say the only the only thing I would offer for people to um, consider or to open themselves up to. So here in this part of the world, we're um, you know in the east coast of the United States, and we're in the middle of like a pretty hot summer. But just based on what I'm hearing in other parts of the world, um, like the Earth is experiencing like this this heat wave, like kind of like a global heat wave 
that's really amping up the, the heat signature across the entire, well, at least a big, a big portion of the planet anyway. So I guess my invitation to people is just, just open, like just, just keep your hearts open. And um, when you think about heat, heat is actually like a, tr well, when you think about heat and the element that's typically associated with heat was the element of fire, right? And fire is a transformational element. So my invitation is just to kind of keep your hearts open, keep your hearts open to the flame that burns within your heart, right? And as, you know, as we, as we all continue to engage in this global transformation that we're in the middle of, just recognize that the element of fire can also be highly transformational. And, and um, as things burn away, brand new things can be brought into existence. Um, so just a, a different way of looking at it. So as opposed to looking at, at the heat that's like unbearable and, you know, just kind of taking people out. How can we tune into, how can we use that as a reminder of the transformational energy that comes with fire? Stay connected to the fires in our own hearts um, as we continue to move through this transformational time that we're all in the middle of right now. So that would be all. I love that. I feel that so deeply in my heart. And I've been feeling those experiences of, oh, it's really hot, you know? So thank you for those kind words and love and support. Mm. So thank you, yeah, again, for being here, giving us all your wisdom. And I can't wait until the, the next time we get to chat. Thank you, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye for now.